Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Chris Maloney once again with CWN Weekly. It is Thursday, uh, April, April. No, it's definitely not April. Uh, September the 3rd, 2020. Uh, you can check us out, of course, at cwnonline.ca. Uh, for those of you been keeping in touch as far as the recaps and the prediction show go, thank you very much. I know the recap show that I did uh, this past Sunday uh, did some good views on Facebook there. So thank you very much to anybody who uh, watched uh, at, at all. Um, what was I going to say? It kind of feels weird going on Thursday. It's like uh, it's like a CWN throwing down or something like that. But uh, anyways, uh, like I said, uh, with episode number one, uh, basically it comes down to work timing and everything else when I have the availability every week to be able to sit down and, and be able to do this. So it's not necessarily going to be every Friday. Uh, the first two episodes, of course, were on Friday. This episode tonight was originally scheduled to go at 7 p.m., uh, but then I found out uh, another podcast, uh, Sean Bates' podcast, Scumbags of Wrestling, uh, had done theirs last night, so I didn't want to go in, in competition with them, so I ended up going at 8 o'clock tonight, which is a more familiar time for me if you followed me all the way back to about January of this year. But anyways, enough with the uh, the formalities and everything else. It's been an interesting week uh, as far as uh, personal stuff goes. It's also been an interesting week as far as the wrestling business goes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, some bad news um, as well as, you know, uh, uh, some good news. But uh, the bad news, unfortunately, outweighs that good news right now. So um, not wrestling related uh, per se, but uh, fact is um, I got off the, the air. What was it? Last Friday, August 28th. And then basically, I uh, saw the news about Chadwick uh, uh, Boseman end up passing away at the age of 43 years old uh, due to colon cancer, I believe it was. Uh, Black Panther passes away. And apparently, people in the media, people on social media and stuff like that had, uh, uh, you know, had uh, made comments about him getting too thin and everything else. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, he ends up hiding the fact that he was sick all the way through from the news I had seen today with regards to him and basically wanting to complete Black Panther 2 without anybody finding out what was going on with him. But uh, obviously, uh, you know, that didn't happen. Uh, he ends up passing away with family and friends surrounding him. Uh, he was officially married. Uh, apparently, uh, he knew he didn't have too much longer to live. And basically, you know, I ended up getting married and, and uh, having his wife, uh, uh, you know, support him and, and be there by his side as he was passing away. So... Uh, like I said, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, 43 years old. I mean, such a young age. I mean, I'm 44, and to to think about passing away, you know, at this age would completely suck, um, you know. But uh, uh, he left his legacy, and it wasn't just uh, with Black Panther and Marvel. But the fact is, he left his legacy amongst other movies as well. Honestly, still haven't seen Black Panther yet. Uh, be one of those things. Hopefully, I catch this weekend. But yeah, thoughts and prayers, and uh, rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, you know, 43 years old. So that's sad. Um, not necessarily somebody who's passed away, but somebody who is having uh, difficulties right now is the one and only Jim Valley. And for those people unaware of who Jim Valley is, uh, he was big with regards to Portland wrestling. Um, he's also on a podcast that um, I'm a big fan of. Now, he hasn't been doing it as much uh, lately because of the fact he's been sick, uh, but it's called the Pacific Rim uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, he does he does that with uh, Fumi Saido. Basically, it's him and Fumi talking about wrestling in Japan and the Portland wrestling days and everything else. And basically, it's um, uh, you know it's uh, a full time job for him. But the fact is, he loves wrestling. Uh, he traveled with Dave Meltzer this past uh, January uh, to head over to Japan to see Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, when they came back, they were both sick, 
And then basically, Jim Valley had been doing Wrestling Observer Live on Fridays with Brian Alvarez and then doing it on Saturdays as well on his own. But that hasn't been taking place recently. So anyways, a medical update, uh, courtesy of F4WOnline.com. Uh, they say some of you may have been wondering what Jim Valley co-host of Wrestling Observer Live is. Uh, the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Cup podcast and the Portland Wrestlecast on his website has been as, as of late. His wife, Carrie, gave us the following update. Jim has a rare autoimmune disease called GPA, uh, formerly known as uh, Wagoners. And while it has been in remission for about six plus years, he's having a flare up. He got laryngitis in July, but it manifested into pneumonia, which we don't you know. We didn't know until last week. He had a fantastic team working with him one step at a time. Uh, Jim currently in the ICU and we want to uh, send him and carry our best. You can send get well wishes and tweets of encouragement to him on Twitter. Uh, the official uh, address for him on Twitter is uh, at Jim Valley. But uh, yeah, he's having a tough time right now and they're looking forward to having him back uh, on the airwaves. But, uh, you know, recognizable voice, but uh, sucks that he's going through what he's going through. And uh, I mean, we talked about Chadwick Bozeman, we talked about Jim Valley, and then uh, today. Uh, so that was a, a medical update from uh, F4W Online yesterday. We talked about today. I find out that uh, Squared Circles, a Squared Circle Sirens.com owner, uh, Casey Michael, has passed away at the age of 26, 26 years old. Um, you know, it's a sad uh, state of affairs. And uh, I didn't really see it pass away yesterday until I'm listening to uh, Wrestling Observer uh, Radio with Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. And they started off the show. And Dave was talking about uh, Casey Michael there, 26 years old. So I did a little bit of research today. Uh, I'll say this first. Uh, with a heavy heart, we inform you that our beloved friend and SC Sirens owner, Casey Michael, um, at his Twitter handle was at if you seek Casey, has passed away at the age of 26. Contributions to women's wrestling and the friendships made will live on in memory forever. And then they go, we love you, Casey. That was on behalf of the Squared Circle Sirens Twitter account. So I did a little bit more research to find out. Casey operated Squared Circle Sirens since 2014, focused on news concerning women's pro wrestling, uh, promotions, and performers. Twitter and the website had been silent for the past two months with the last story posted June 26th. Uh, Casey had been active on Twitter with his final tweet, written August 31st. Uh, Squared Circle Sirens was often cited as a highly reliable source by those in the wrestling media. A uh, strong advocist, uh, advocate of women's wrestling, using his platform to elevate performers as well as call out companies' shortcomings. Uh, beyond being an outstanding journalist, Casey was a friend to those he tried to shine a spotlight on. Casey had been fighting internal illness for the past few years and recently detailed his worsening condition uh, publicly. One of his final tweets uh, read simply, I have the best people in the world as my friends. Can't thank you enough for your kindness. Love you all. And then this comes from Reddit, and this was... Uh, posted about two years ago, and they'd say Casey Michael, squared circle sirens, undergoing multiple surgeries, uh, have had over 50% of his intestines removed and too many blood clots removed, so I've had uh, had to be MIA for a bit. Uh, so that is unfortunate. So Casey Michael passes away at the age of 26 yesterday. Jim Valley not too, uh, doing too well. Uh, thoughts and prayers with him. And like I said, Chadwick Boseman, uh, the age of 43 years old, lost to cancer. So unfortunately, some, some bad news to start off the show. But um, her birthday being celebrated today is the one and only Allie. Uh, she is uh, all elite wrestling star, of course. Uh, anybody here in Ontario, independent wrestling, would know her as Cherry Bomb at one point. She has had one hell of a career. Uh, you know, she was formerly with Impact Wrestling. Now she's finally starting to break out as far as the, um, the Nightmare Sisters goes, as far as all elite wrestling goes. Uh, 33rd birthday, I do believe. So uh, happy birthday there to Allie. 
And from there, we'll get into the news. So um, a lot of news taking place and a lot of news taking place just over the last couple of days. Uh, so I'll give you guys some, uh, some, I guess, pointers of stuff maybe you should go out, seek online to watch. I'll uh, share some feedback on some of the stuff I've seen this week, as well as talk about the top stories, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, so documentary, Nail in the Coffin, The Fall and Vise, uh, Rise of Vampiro, takes viewers on a fantastic ride. Limited theatrical run on uh, September the 4th, which is tomorrow, on demand and digital release on the 8th, which is, I do believe, Tuesday. But uh, guys, if you have the ability to check that out, check that out. Vampiro is Canadian. It goes all the way back to his career back in the WCW days to him just being a father. But uh, he's been a mainstay, you know, as far as Canadian wrestling goes for the past 20 plus years. So, uh, yeah, check that out on Vampiro. For more information on that, you can go to slamwrestling.net. They had the uh, the original article there. Uh, from there, you cannot kill David Arquette, August 21st released. Um, after David Arquette attempts a rocky return to the sport that stalled his promising Hollywood career. So originally I wasn't interested in this. I'm not a big fan of David Arquette. Um, there was that movie back in the WCW days that I had seen, uh, Ready to Rumble, I think it was called, and I was a fan of him then. But then all of a sudden he just, you know, does the screen movies, kind of falls off the face of the earth, so to speak, and then makes this comeback. And I'm like, okay, why is David Arquette coming back? And the fact is I couldn't ignore it. Anytime you're on Twitter, uh, you'd see about David Arquette, you'd see – uh, you know, the the um, the fans buzzing, the uh, people he was working with buzzing, RJ City, Canadian boy buzzing as well. So um, I'm going to end up checking this out probably in the next couple of days. I met to last night, but uh, end up falling asleep early. But I'm going to check that out. Uh, if you've seen David Arquette, uh, the the documentary, uh, feel, free, uh, feel free to email me at chris at cwnonline.ca, feedback at cwnonline.ca, and let me know just how what you thought of the David Ar Arquette uh, documentary. I've been watching a lot of documentaries as far as uh, Tubi and Netflix and Amazon Prime goes. Anything I get my hands on. Uh, past couple nights, I've been watching some YouTube stuff on the late Andre the Giant, as well as some of the old school wrestlers and stuff like that. Uh, that started to happen when Kamala passed away. I realized how much I did love old school wrestling, and I'm still collecting the LJNs. Uh, so trying to get back to uh, where I was. I think I had maybe 40 at one point when I was a kid. Uh, probably up to 15 to 20 now. So uh, we'll have to wait and see how long it takes me to get to that 40 again. From there, SmackDown, Sami Zayn returns. So here was something interesting. End up watching SmackDown, and I was like, holy crap, Sami Zayn's back. But the fact is, here, I, was, I post on Twitter one day, I was like, you know what? If anybody can come back and watch, or sorry, the Be the Leader Retribution, it could be Sami Zayn. For the backstory of him getting stripped of the Intercontinental Championship, to Sami Zayn just you know be able to work the mic, to just be in the, him, his annoying self, I could see him being the leader, the, the spokesman, so to speak, for Retribution. That didn't happen, or it hasn't happened. Fact is, Sami Zayn makes his comeback. All of a sudden, he shows up, uh, you know, cuts a promo on Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, so to speak. Uh, then he goes to the back and and uh, mixed uh, words with, basically with Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura, the guys he was affiliated with back in the uh, back before COVID took place. And now he's saying he's still Intercontinental Champion. He got into a Caleb Braxton on Talking Smacks. So the fact is, when it comes down to it, where does Sami Zayn go from here? Um, you know, Retribution. Apparently, rumor has it, it's only going to be exclusive to Raw now which I find uh, kind of uh, comical because of the fact here's a group that you originally saw cutting up the ring ropes on SmackDown, but apparently because Roman Reigns is back, they've been shifted over to Raw, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, Sami Zayn, what do you do from here? I I mean, if other than Retribution, if, if that's not happening, basically it's going to be champion versus champion match, uh, him versus Jeff Hardy to see who the real champion is. Downside is I see Jeff Hardy going over, so that's uh, bad, uh, bad news there for Sami Zayn. 
Uh, from there, New Japan Summer Struggle and Jengu live results. So a couple new champions had taken place here. Just going to bring up the results here quickly. I'm not going to go through everything. Nope, wrong article. Uh, there we go. I got the right one here. So uh, major matches taking place was uh, Toriano defeating uh, Okada, El Desperado, and Sonata to win King of Pro Wrestling 2020, uh, which had mixed reaction from uh, a lot of fans and social media out there. Uh, Minoru Suzuki defeated Shingo Takagi to win the uh, title, so the Never Openweight Championship. We had the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match that had uh, taken place, and Taiji Ishimori defeated Hiromu Takahashi to win the belt, so new champion there. And then we go down, uh, Taichi and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. retained, which was surprising to me. I thought Tanahashi, as well as Kota Ibushi, were going to take the titles, but uh, that didn't happen. And then in the end, which I expected, uh, Tetsuya uh, uh, Naido uh, defeats Evil, uh, basically, to win both the titles again. And Ty uh, uh, Naido came out, apparently, after the uh, the show during a press conference. I think it was the following day, and said he's, he wants to defend, def sorry, defend the titles separately. Uh, so basically, you're not going to be seeing double championship matches anymore. So you're going to be seeing him defend the IC title one time and then basically uh, the world championship the next time. I mean, give probably special events and stuff like that. I see you know, Wrestle Kingdom. He probably defend both of them. But, uh, you know, I, I guess he separated the championships. So um, uh, he's still the first man in history to ever combine the titles. So it's good for him. But uh, Naito is not getting any younger either. So um, but uh, I did predict him going over evil. So that did happen uh, from there. We got WB payback. So. You want to hear my thoughts on it? Check out the recap show that I had done this past Sunday. Uh, but the highlights were the Shayna Baszler submission, uh, them winning the championships of her and Nia Jax, uh, as well as Roman Reigns and the way that match took place. Uh, it was absolutely phenomenal as just far as a wrestling match goes. Um, didn't have a lot of wrestling, so to speak, just, you know, hard hitting match, uh, you know, and then Roman Reigns comes uh, <laughs> halfway down, you know, oh, sorry, halfway through the match and the rings exploded and everything else and signs the contract on the way to the ring. So that was kind of cool. Uh, but it definitely uh, left an impression. Um, I, I had to say the payback beat NXT TakeOver as well as uh, SummerSlam. Uh, so if you, have, if you have a chance, check out those two matches at least. And then Keith Lee versus Randy Orton was good as well. And that was surprising. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, thoughts on payback right there. Uh, bigger news taking place. Mauro Ronaldo uh, parting ways with WWE. So this was announced on the 31st, and this originally came from social media. I forget if it was post-wrestling or Fightful or maybe pro-wrestling sheet that had announced it first. And then probably within an hour, uh, basically WWE.com had gotten on it. So uh, backstory is Mauro doesn't have the... Uh, capacity, so to speak, to do what he wants to as far as the WWE goes, uh, NXT more specifically. His mom is sick. He is Canadian. The whole border crossing thing, uh, you know, has him a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, freaked out, so to speak. And uh, he's taken a step back from wrestling. I guess he still might do boxing, but as far as wrestling goes, he's more comfortable just stepping out right now. Uh, so, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers are with him and his mom. Uh, hopefully she gets better. And, uh, you know, hopefully he finds peace and, and eventually hits uh, NXT or the WWE once again sometime soon. I believe it's an open door uh, for him. It's just a matter of him being, uh, you know, uh, fit to come back, so to speak. And uh, with Moro Ronaldo, he does uh, suffer from bipolar disorder. Um, so it's uh, just a matter of him, you know, having the ability to say, hey, this is what I want to do and focus on it and uh, make a comeback. So but thoughts and prayers with him and his mom. Uh, from there, Brock Lesnar currently a free agent. 
that broke on the 31st as well. And so the internet basically blew up instead of lighting up. It's like, oh, Brock Lesnar is going to show up at all the, uh, sorry, AEW All Out. It's like, no, that's not happening. Um, apparently, he had been a free agent since WrestleMania. Uh, his merch deal expired. And because his merch deal expired, uh, that's when the news had broke. So all of, all of his merchandise was pulled from WBShop.com. And because of that, that's why the internet kind of uh, lit up. A lot of rumors taking place right now, whether or not he goes back to UFC, but he hasn't gotten back into the USADA pool. And because of that, um, they're looking probably six months to a year before he can even compete in UFC unless, you know, there's some back tricks, so to speak. Uh, apparently, Brock still lives in Saskatchewan, lives a very kind of simple, humble life. Uh, you know, doesn't spend a lot of money, is set for the rest of his life. He doesn't need to work. Uh, so which is whether or not he wants to come back to work and whether or not the, the passion is going to be there. Apparently, they don't want him back WB right now because of the fact there's no fans. So they're not getting their money's worth for, say, for example, they sign him to, say, $5 million for 10 shows a year. It's like you want to get your money's worth. You want to be able to invest in this guy and this and that. So apparently, Brock Lesnar is not WB. Um, they'd have to pay him a lot of money to get him in AEW. Now, never say never. I mean, Bret Hart, you know, uh, delivers the AEW championship for the very first time. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, John Moxley's over there and Chris Jericho's over there and never say never. But the fact is, I just don't see it. As far as um, UFC goes, uh, Brock Lesnar versus John Jones, I think would be absolutely phenomenal. And some of the price tags I was hearing about today was $25 million to each of those guys to be able to fight in the UFC ring. Uh, that would be substantial. Uh, the biggest super fight probably UFC history. I think the only thing that would even top that would be Conor McGregor taking on Floyd May uh, Mayweather. And that was uh, basically a boxing match. But um, yeah, you know, I'd pay to see that John Jones versus uh, Brock Lesnar. Now, Jones would have to step up weight class. But the fact is, Jones is no longer champion right now. Uh, so it could be in the mix. But uh, it's Dana White, you know, hands of magic, so to speak. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Um, another report. 31st as well. A lot of stuff that broke down on the 31st. Wade Barrett negotiating full-time commentary deal with the WWE. So the fact is, it was supposed to be a one-off as far as NXT goes. Then all of a sudden we see him back to back. And then next uh, next thing you know, it's been reported he's going to be on next week's show as well. Well, apparently because of everything's breaking down between uh, Moore Ronaldo and then Nigel McGuinness, no longer there. So they've got Beth Phoenix. Um, they got Vic Joseph. And now they need a third. So all of a sudden they're bringing in, uh, you know, Wade Barrett, uh, you know, to, uh, to fill that void. The fact is, um, you know what? I think he's better on the mic now than he would be in the ring. He seemed to have lost his passion before he left the WWE in the first place. When he was doing the NWA gimmick, the fact is he was doing well at it. Um, with everything being talked about the NWA right now, with the number of people that have gone over to AEW, including Thunder Rosa, what's left of the NWA? I mean, even if they could be start back up tomorrow, how are they going to have a roster? You know what I mean? They've lost uh, guys like Jim Cornette. They have lost guys uh, like Wade Barrett at this point. So, like I said, he's negotiated a new deal. He hasn't been officially uh, set yet. But the fact is, it, Wade Barrett's a natural fit as far as uh, NXT WB goes. You got to remember, he was way, way back in the days of Nexus. So when they destroyed that ring, let John Cena and the WB lay in. So Wade Barrett, uh, and I, I love hearing him commentate. He's a very knowledgeable guy, and he's, he's got that rasp in his voice that just makes you want to uh, listen. Same way Jesse the Body Ventura was back in the day. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Wade Barrett back full time. Uh, from there, three former Evolve wrestlers are reportedly signing with the WWE. I got to bring this up because I'm not sure offhand the uh, the actual names of all three. I know, and it wasn't just three; there was more than that as well. So, the article had said three, and I'm just bringing up the website here. I know one of them was 
think it was Ava Story. Uh, that was her TNA Impact Wrestling name, but uh, that has changed. Uh, so Evolve Champion Josh Briggs has been signed. Brandy Lauren, who is uh, Ava Story, has been signed. Uh, Kurt Stallion referee Jake Clemens has been signed as well. People will know him in Ontario uh, as far as being one of the referees uh, back a couple of years ago, I think, at this point. Uh, that's in addition Leon Ruff and Anthony Green signing with the company as well. Uh, I've gotten to see Anthony Green as part of, uh, I think it was Smash Wrestling a couple of years ago. Uh, quite the uh, gimmick, uh, flamboyant. But um, yeah, so it looks like all in total. You've got about um, six in total as far as Evolve signings go. Um, Evolve, obviously, the library was sold off to WWE. And then I'll have a little more news just uh, in a couple minutes here. But yeah, so uh, six Evolve talent, uh, talent have been signed. As far as WWE goes, hasn't been announced by WWE.com yet, but uh, yeah, it's coming from PWInsider.com, which is one of those websites I do trust. Uh, from there, we've got uh, new IWGP Junior uh, Heavyweight Championships to be decided on New Japan Road Tour. Now it's on the 31st as well. So Sho and Yo, Rapongi 3K uh, had to drop the titles. Uh, Show at a press conference, same one as uh, Tetsuyo Naido. Uh, had said that basically Yo was going to be hurt until the end of the year at least. Uh, didn't want to hold on to the titles because he, he didn't think it was a, a good idea. So a tournament to be decided. Uh, tournament is, I think it's a matter of, I want to say six or eight teams. They're going to fight it out for the uh, the titles. One, two, three, four. No, sorry, four teams. Uh, we got Taguchi and Master Wado, uh, Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi uh, representing LIJ. Uh, we've got El Desperado and uh, Kanemura and uh, Ishimori and Gato, which is surprising, but uh, uh, some of the Bullet Club members there aren't available, so it's, it looks like Gato is stepping in. But yeah, that'll be basically a four-team tournament to, uh, to crown the 62nd IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. Uh, like I said, Rapongi 3K had to vacate the titles, and I do believe the final... Uh, New Japan Road is going to be on the, I think it's the 11th, which will be uh, night six. But uh, anyways, that is uh, that is news from uh, Japan there. Um, second AEW TV show expected to launch by the end of 2020. This was interesting because of the fact is we've heard about it. But the names that have been mentioned to launch that show are this. And, and obviously just rumors, but it's the internet. So anybody can really say anything. But Mauro Ronaldo and Renee Paquette, formerly known as Renee Young, how about the two of those people hitting AEW uh, to launch this new show? I mean, you have a dream team as far as commentators go over there as as it is. Renee Young being misused by the WWE. She did an interview uh, with Sports Illustrated. Uh, I believe it was yesterday, the day before, uh, you know, just talking about everything and, and COVID-19 and when she got it. And basically everything that's been taking place with her and being unhappy in this and that more Ronaldo, obviously a step aside, but if they can give him more of a better contract, more, uh, you know, uh, of a way to basically maybe work from home, even just imagine Renee Paquette and uh, more Ronaldo uh, sitting there with the new AEW show. That would be absolutely phenomenal. And two Canadians. So Canuck proud, but um, we'll have to wait and see if that actually uh, uh, pans out. Uh, from there, like I said, a lot of news taking place. Uh, Major League Wrestling returning to TV in November. That's going to be absolutely uh, great. Uh, WWE Raw viewers fall slightly. Second best demo rating since April, so they are staying up there. Obviously, the Thunderdome, sorry, Thunderdome actually uh, is uh, working well. Uh, but the fact is, uh, you know, it's um, it's going to be hit and miss between now and the end of the year where WWE stands. Uh, but, uh, you know, especially in, to the rumors of the draft coming up again. So um, it'll be interesting. 
if you're watching live at all, feel free to send in a comment. I will answer it for you. If you're watching, uh, you know, uh, post show or if you're listening on audio, any questions or comments, anything you want to see me talk about in the show, feedback at uh, cwnonline.ca. I'd be more than happy to uh, answer those or comment on anything that you have to say. Uh, from there, ROH Pure Title Tournament is uh, just about to get underway. Uh, names announced for that. I'm going to see if I can bring this up quickly here. Yep, here we go. So, Field of Set for ROH Pure Title Tournament begins airing on ROH television on the weekend of September 12th, so next weekend. Bracket uh, has been revealed. Oh, sorry, the bracket will be revealed ROH week by week on YouTube on Monday, so this coming Monday. And basically, uh, competitors are Matt Seidel, Delirious, Jay Lethal, Dalton Castle, Jonathan Gresham, Tracy Williams, Kenny King, Silas Young, uh, David Finley, Rocky Romero, PJ Black, Josh Woods, Independent Stars, Fred Yehi, Tony Deppin, Wheeler, Utah, and Russ Taylor. Um, you can go through the rules, rohwrestling.com, and then basically you want to look for everything you need to know of the ROH Pure Title Tournament. Um, big back in the day because of a guy named Daniel Bryan, who uh, people know as the American Dragon Bryan Danielson back then. But, uh, yeah, it will be interesting because it is more of a, again, pure title, um, but it is a different type of wrestling, but ROH. Back in the day, that's what they were known for, developing stars and uh, having good wrestling matches. And it'll be interesting to see where this tournament goes and who ends up winning. But uh, that'll be, like I said, Monday, the bracket revealed. And then uh, on, I think they said YouTube, uh, excuse me, as far as next weekend goes. So check that out. Um, I already talked about Renee Young. Eric Young <laughs> beats Eddie Edwards to win the world championship. That was absolutely uh, phenomenal. Um, I didn't see impact. I'll go through the highlights just quickly uh, in a couple minutes here. But the fact is, um, Eric Young to go from what he was in the WWE NXT uh, world as sanity to end up on the main brand, to end up being almost forgotten about, to being completely forgotten about because people are like, is he going to become an agent? Is he working the shows? Uh, what's he doing? You know what I mean? To getting uh, furloughed, released, so to speak. Then all of a sudden he comes back to Impact Wrestling, immediately gets in the title feud and wins that title. So congrats to Eric Young, uh, local boy, Ontario boy. Uh, you know, uh, my uh, one of my buddies, Jay Smith, referee, was tight with Eric uh, Jeremy back in the day. I think he's, they still are. But uh, never heard a bad thing about Eric Young. I mean, I listened to an interview with him and Sean Ross Sapp on Fightful a couple days ago. The interview was absolutely amazing. Uh, fact is, when it comes down to it, uh, Eric Young is one of those guys who never seems to age as well. Uh, can go in the ring, but the fact is they put the world championship on him. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm still going to go back and watch that. The reason I didn't watch it because I was watching uh, NXT, um, the Super Tuesday show. Uh, that was the only reason I didn't get to see uh, Impact, but uh, a lot of wrestling catch up on, so hopefully in the next couple of days there. Uh, from there, Gabe Sapolsky retires from promoting and booking indie wrestling. Here's a guy who had his pretty much hands in anything that was uh, independent-based, I think with the exception of PWG. Uh, Dragon Gate, uh, Dragon Gate USA, Full Impact Pro, ROH, uh, Evolve, uh, part of the WWN Live Network. Gabe was around for quite a while, and then basically when the library was sold off to the WWE, and I think who was it? Eddie Kingston got involved with um, with uh, uh, WWN. Fact is, you've got uh, Gabe Sapolsky no longer part of that, and he went to formally announce saying he's hey he's done, he's retired. Uh, he's still going to remain. I guess as an agent uh, consultant, so to speak, for NXT, 
I guess he's still tight with Triple H and probably uh, the Road Dog and and Shawn Michaels and those guys in NXT. But he's still going to remain as a consultant, especially because considering the fact a lot of the guys in NXT right now, the six names I mentioned just a, a couple minutes ago. And the fact is, I mean, you've got guys like Punishment Martinez, Damian Priest, who was ROH. Gabe Sapolsky is very well, uh, you know, uh, respects that guy and everything else. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they ever bring Gabe Sapolsky on screen. Probably not. Uh, Jeremy Borash went down to NXT. We really haven't seen much of him, but we know he's still back there. Abyss, Sanjay Dutt. So uh, just another name added to that and uh, the NXT empire, so to speak. It'll be interesting to uh, to see what WWN does at this point. But uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, Gabe Sapolsky officially announcing his uh his retirement, so to speak, from independent booking and promoting. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, this came as news yesterday. I'm going to tie this into AJ Styles as well. Uh, both have admitted to testing positive for COVID-19. Um, the Rock, just recently, he said he's on the uh, the other side of it. Uh, him and his family, his, his uh, daughters, his wife had it. said he caught it from a, a close family friend. Um, you know, it's going to be a little more thorough as far as, uh, you know, who he's uh, bringing into his house and this and that, uh, you know, just a 11 minute video was on Instagram, just the rock being the rock, Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson, so to speak. AJ Styles announced on Twitch last night, basically he had COVID as well. Um, you know, he, um, uh, didn't have uh, it too, too bad. I think he just had a sore throat and maybe a bit of a, a, a headache. I think he said it was, uh, but yeah, both those guys had COVID. I will tell you this personally. Um, I had a COVID test yesterday, and uh, it's weird because uh, you know I've been dealing with some kind of uh, bug or so to speak for you know almost uh, ten days now, and still trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me. But uh, one of the things my doctor recommended was going to get a COVID test, so I went yesterday morning, a little bit nervous, and you know you get there and it's uh, one big. Uh, um, uh, it's very professional, I guess, so to speak. Uh, so you go, it's like check-in point, another check-in point, another check-in point, uh, you know, big giant Q-tip up the nose, uh, makes your eyes water, uh, nose sting a little bit, and then you leave and then you wait for the results and uh, positive test, which means I would have got a call. Negative test, basically just go into a website, uh, check out the status and uh, find out from there. And luckily I went in today, status was negative. Uh, so I have to do some blood work tomorrow to kind of find out what's going on as far as uh, this bug goes and then kind of go from there. But uh, I mean, COVID's, uh, it's interesting. It's obviously shut down the world, but it's, um, uh, you know, uh, don't don't try to be stubborn, I guess, is the advice I can give anybody out there. Uh, you know, if you're not feeling the greatest, talk, talk to your doctor. If you got to get a test, get a test. Uh, it's not as bad as, as what I thought it was as far as the testing goes. Uh, talk to Sean Bates of Scumbags of Wrestling uh, prior to, and he said, you know, basically get your result back in about a day, and, uh, you know, the test wasn't that bad, and he was right about it, so, but... Uh, like I said, if, you, uh, if you're feeling any kind of the symptoms at all, don't be stubborn. And interesting, like I said, The Rock and AJ Styles have admitted to uh, having COVID. So, um, uh, I mean, they're, they're obviously getting better and, uh, you know, good news for them. Um, Nigel McGuinness returning to WB commentary for NXT UK. That is good news. Uh, so, he will not be back in NXT, but he'll be back over in the UK. Apparently, he is American uh, as far as where he lives. So, the fact is he'll be doing remote uh, uh, calling of the matches and this and that. Uh, so they'll probably put him WB Studios to call the matches, you know, big screen wise and this and that. But uh, good to see him back. He was furloughed and now he is back as far as WB uh, NXT UK goes. That was uh, confirmed by uh, a lady on Twitter, um, I do believe sometime earlier today. Uh, MLW signs Kevin Q 
uh, that was uh, announced today as well. Not sure who he is, but he's got. Uh, apparently, he was uh, originally signed back in 2017. Now he's going to make his break as soon as um, MLW makes it re and makes it restart. Um, don't know too much about the guy, but uh, uh, it made big news as far as the website goes, as well as one other website I think was uh, Fightful. So uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this guy is and who he is. Uh, from there, Jake Roberts. <laughs> Done an interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet. So online, I think it's 29 minutes on YouTube. You go to Apple Podcasts, I think it's a 43-minute interview. <laughs> and I can just imagine the stuff that's going to come out of Jake the Snake's mouth. Um, myself, Sean Bates, um, I think we're with some other people as well. I had the, um, uh, had the uh, I should, not ability, but we had the, um, the honor, so to speak, of getting to see him live uh, here in London, Ontario, uh, do a show. Uh, you know, basically we're just telling stories and this and that. Obviously the meet and greet happened prior to, but, uh, you know, Jake Roberts, one of those guys that you could probably, uh, I, I like to say there's nothing that's going to surprise you is going to come out of his mouth. But, uh, I mean, for him being on the road as long as he has been, and we're talking way back to the seventies and still kicking today, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. So like I said, but a 43 inter uh, minute interview on Chris Van Vliet on Apple podcasts. And there's, like I said, a half an hour version on YouTube. So if you get a chance, Chris Van Vliet is the name that you want to look up on YouTube or Apple Podcasts. Uh, he is Canadian, by the way. He said Toronto is the greatest city in the world. Uh, and uh, you know what? I beg to differ. I'll say maybe top three. But uh, as I say this, and I do this almost every show, go Raptors. They are playing tonight. Last I checked, it was uh, minutes left in the second. They were down, I think only down by six points. But if they lose tonight, they are down three games to none. And I do believe game four would be on Friday. So uh, yeah, if uh, I mean, defending uh nba champions so you've, you've got to uh you've got to watch them and, and root for them when you can um date set for hearing sonia deville case november the i want to say the 12th don't know if that's right i'll bring it up but um yeah i don't have it here in front of me but that has been said i do believe like i said november the 12th as far as the sonia deville case goes that is one big nut freaking story job um that guy i hope gets his ass handed to him and you know it's one of those things that um it, it's scary because we could be talking today about Sonia, uh, Sonia and Mandy Rose, uh, you know, tragically, so to speak. And, and luckily they got out of that house. But the, this guy's just a nut job. And, and hopefully, you know, he's going to get his day in court. But apparently he had a $2 million bail that was denied by the judge. And the lawyer for Sonia DeVille said, how can we possibly let this guy out and trust him? Uh, so when that, uh, with that being said, you know what? fact is, November, he'll, like I said, he'll have his day in court. But hopefully they uh, put him away for a while. Um... Yeah, two other pieces of news as far as uh, wrestling. Like I said, there's a lot of news this week. Uh, AJ Styles, nope, I already talked about that one. And Tony Khan, AEW Media Call, Brock Lesnar, um, Double or Nothing versus Media All Out were some of the topics he had discussed. Uh, so that I think went about an hour and two minutes in length. Still haven't watched or sorry, still haven't listened to it all. Did listen to a Tony Khan uh, podcast earlier today with regards to AEW Unrestricted. Guy's absolutely phenomenal as far as his love, his passion for the business. Uh, he spoke about on the AEW Unrestricted podcast about Chris Jericho and uh, when he came out and, and uh, the fans in attendance for the very first time and then they were singing Judas. Um, it was pretty damn cool because of the fact is um, apparently he said Jericho had said to Tony Khan that was 30 years he's been wrestling. That was one of the highlights of basically his career. So um, and, and he said that because the fact is he's never dealt with this before. Like this pandemic, nobody's really dealt with ever. And the fact is Jericho said that just lit him up that night. So, uh, and you could tell by the look in his face, even behind his glasses. So that was pretty cool. Oh, excuse me. Uh, raw highlights. Uh, Randy Orton defeats 
Uh, Kevin Owens, uh, thanks to Alistair Black. So it looks like Alistair Black versus Owens is going to be a thing. Iconics breakup. Um, their facial reactions are the greatest. Um, uh, Tazawa, new 24-7 champ, uh, champion. Um, and then Orton defeats Lee and Rollins to challenge Drew McIntyre at WWE Clash of Champions. So that is coming up. Impact highlights. Wrestle House. Bravo proposes to Rosemary. Crazy Steve reveals <laughs> reveals that he was the one who stole the uh, Diener's beer. That is not good for him. So, like I said, I still haven't seen Impact, but uh, this makes me want to watch it. Uh, Tennille Dashwood came back to Impact, as well as Eric Young, new champ. And uh, PW Torch reports 102,000 people were watching Impact this past Tuesday. So, um, you know, hopefully they grow. They they are a company that has been down and out and dead at points of time in, in TNA Impact Wrestling history. But they've got one of the best rosters in the world right now, including the women's division. And you can check out a tweet that was on Twitter, I think, earlier today about their actual women's division. So if you get a chance, check that out. Impact Wrestling is the official, the uh, the ad symbol, so to speak, over there on Twitter. But the fact is, uh, yeah, Impact is, uh, I, I, I feel bad, 100,000 people only watching. But uh, they've got the potential to blow it out of the water. They should be up there with NXT and AEW, in my point of view. Uh, NXT highlights. Uh, Swerve and Brazango defeat Legado de Fantasma. Six-man street fight, and then the main event, of course. I'm not going to go through the main event. Everybody knows what took place. Uh, NXT Super Tuesday uh, taking place next uh, next week, so on Tuesday. Uh, big thoughts about that is whether or not um, NXT is going to end up switching to uh, uh, Tuesdays as uh, you know a formality. Um, they're both getting good ratings, and in saying that, uh, I'll talk about it right now. So NXT Super Tuesday rating this week, 849,000 viewers, 18249 demo was a 0.26, which finished 10th overall uh, in that category. AEW Dynamite, which took place yesterday, 928 as far as the viewers go, and that's their regular time slot. 18249 demo was 0.36 rating. The show was eighth, uh, placed 8th for the night on cable in that demo. So obviously head-to-head, you get about 600,000 people watching both shows. Um, give or take, you put them on separate nights. You have got 849 and 928. So almost 1.7 million people, if you take a combined rating, so to speak, and I know there's people watching both shows, but the fact is they're better off on separate nights. So if NXT USA Network make that decision to switch over to Tuesday, great for them. Leave AEW on Wednesdays because they were always originally going to be on Wednesdays and move NXT to Tuesdays. And give, but the only downside about that is impact wrestling. You know, they get shafted, so to speak. And all of a sudden, people are having to make a choice between PBR and impact or PBR and um, NXT. And you got to think about this if NXT does not have the competition at AEW, are they going to take impact wrestling seriously? So that's that's another question. Uh, SmackDown preview taking place. So we got follow up from Payback. Roman Reigns is going to uh, speak. Biggie, uh, Matt Riddell, uh, Baron Corbin, Sheamus will battle for the Universal Title opportunity, and then Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax takes on Bailey and Sasha for a rematch for those uh, women's tag team championships. So live uh, NXT, sorry NXT, get my uh, my brands confused. The BB two hundred five live preview. Uh, nothing announced as far as before this podcast went. Uh, NJPW New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed Night One. Uh, you get the main event, Jay White taking on Flip Gordon, Brody King taking on Hikulua, Hiku Leo, uh, Carl Fredericks taking on Mysterioso, Alex Zane, and Fred Roser, uh, who is the former Darren Young in the WWE, making his uh, New Japan uh, debut, USA debut at that. Clark Connors uh, and the DKC 
is uh, basically who uh, they're fighting. And then MLW Underground Preview, uh, nothing was announced as of yet. So AEW announces all out weekend schedule. I'm going to go through that just quickly here. So if you want more AEW and you've got six shows uh, taking place basically in the next 48 hours. So you've got an edition of Dark taking place uh, tomorrow night, uh, 7 p.m. That's on YouTube. You've got a red carpet special part one taking place Saturday at 5 p.m. You've got AEW Countdown all out taking in place Saturday at 5.30 p.m. That's on TNT. I'm not sure if it's going to be available in Canada. Uh, red carpet special part two all out it's taking place Saturday 6:30 p.m. Uh, that's on YouTube. The buy-in taking place for uh, for free 7 p.m. on YouTube on Saturday, and then of course AEW all out taking place on pay-per-view uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. So guys, check that out if you're an all elite wrestling fan. But lots of wrestling to uh, and uh, to take place this coming weekend. Seems like I've been saying that almost every week so far. It's been a lot of wrestling taking place. Um, and I won't go into any kind of preview now because the fact is when it comes down to it, you know, I do prediction shows, you know, I do recap shows. Uh, so I will not be live, but you will see a prediction show take place, uh, this coming Saturday on YouTube, as far as the CWN online channel goes. So that's youtube.com forward slash CWN online. Uh, that'll be 3 PM on uh, Saturday. As far as YouTube goes, you'll be able to see my predictions on who I think is going to win. And then the recap show will either take place sometime on the Saturday, on the Sunday or the Monday. Uh, just depending on scheduling, because I do have to work this weekend. So, guys, check that out. Uh, CWN predicts uh, AEW All Out 2020. Like I said, YouTube, 3 o'clock uh, this coming Saturday, and there'll be a YouTube premiere there. So, uh, MMA quick notes. Uh, UFC Fight Night, Overeem's taking on Sakai. That takes place on this coming Saturday. That is 6 p.m. as far as the prelims go on for free on TSN 5. And main show taking place 8 p.m. TSN 5 as well for free. Next one, uh, fighting championship show, uh, one, a new breed two taking place on the 11th. Uh, we've got Bellator 245 Davis versus Machida two taking place on the 11th. And then Bellator 246, uh, Archaluda take, uh, taken on uh, mix. Uh, that is on 12th. So back to back nights for Bellator, uh, MMA action. So again, getting back into, uh, the mixed martial arts world, like I said, I've go way back to UFC one, so to speak. Uh, and then basically I'm starting to get back into it now, but, uh, I'm loving it. Loving UFC, loving MMA in general, loving the show. Um, yeah. So <laughs> in saying that I'm going to take a quick break just to get some water into me because I'm going longer than expected, but, uh, we will be back after the commercial break with some Canadian independent wrestling news, but check out these great promos here and, uh, let me get rid of these banners first. So you can watch the promos in better entirety. But yeah, like I said, after the promos, we'll talk some Canadian independent wrestling news, guys. So we'll be right back. Hey, wrestling fans. It's Sean from Scumbags Wrestling. September is carrying Malformation Awareness Month. And we've teamed up with Steven's Wrestling Journey to present this great t-shirt. Proceeds from it are going to help Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto as they do research for carrying Malformation. You can get the shirt for $30 or a poster for $15. However... I'm going to do something better for the month of September. You get your t-shirt during this month. I'll reduce it by $5. So you get the shirt for $25 or the poster for $10. Contact me through the Scumbags Wrestling Facebook page or email me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. Get an amazing t-shirt and help a great cause at the same time.
Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level, and he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle, Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Chris Mulroney once again, cwnonline.ca. Uh, you can reach me, Chris, at cwnonline.ca or feedback at cwnonline.ca. And I will uh, uh, you know, get your feedback, so to speak, but uh, questions, comments, uh, whatever the case is, what do you, what do you, what do you want to see on the show? Uh, or see me talk about uh, anything like that. So Chris at cwnonline.ca as well as feedback at cwnonline.ca. So for those listening on audio, hashtag we are CIW. Basically, we are Canadian Independent Wrestling. You can go to CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca or Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Canadian Independent Wrestling. Uh, that is the way to find the group on Facebook. Uh, right now, members are about 350, I believe, and, and still growing strong. Uh, more members being added every week. Uh, but the cool thing is about the, the group, it's... Um, just be respectful, but the fact is, you promote your your brands, you promote uh, you know your your gimmicks, uh, shows taking place, any kind of cool clips, any kind of other podcasts. So you'd seen in uh, the small break there, uh, Sean Bates, the Scumbags of Wrestling, uh, doing great work right now for uh, uh, Stephen's Wrestling Journey, which I'll touch base on after the independent segment here. You've also got Ryan Knight to the Knights of the Squared Circle. Still waiting for that website, Ryan. I uh, checked it today, but it uh, wasn't up and running yet. But the guy has been busy. He just got married last weekend. Live streamed his wedding at that, but uh, and then ended up getting a championship belt for uh, one of his wedding gifts. I'm kind of jealous about that. But uh, yeah, congrats, Ryan, and, and uh, to your lovely wife. I know Sean Bates' uh, anniversary is coming up for him this month. Uh, my own anniversary is coming up this month, so a good time to be getting married. Like I said, I think last show in the fall, uh, you know, any time in the fall really, because uh, the weather is usually great. So for the fact, I got married September 23rd of 2017. I will tell you this. You were in a tuxedo, and uh, it was about maybe 35, 40 degrees here in London, Ontario. Never expected it. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind. I mean, it's a great time to get married in the fall, but there are those instances where you wake up. It's like, holy crap, there's humidity in the end of September. But uh, anyways, uh, congrats to Ryan Knight. Like I said, I uh, get married last weekend. Um Nice of the square circle, check them out. So, guys, uh, upcoming shows taking place, and this is where the feedback part comes in. Feedback at cwnonline.ca. Uh, email me and let me know of any shows that you know are taking place. You can hit me up with results as well. I will be sure to share them on the website as well as this podcast. Uh, but shows taking place, Real Canadian Wrestling, RCW, Friday Night Fights, taking place September 4th, 11th, 18th, 25th, uh, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, Calgary, Alberta. Uh, Real Canadian Wrestling RCW again, Saturday Night Fights, September 5th, 12th, and 19th, taking place 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, Edmonton, Alberta. We've got Monster Pro Wrestling, uh, MPW, The Awakening, taking place Saturday, September 5th, which is two days from today, 4 p.m. Mountain Time in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, you, you see the Alberta theme here. <laughs> so they are they have been going uh, pretty strong over there in Alberta. For what they can do, same thing with Manitoba. I know they had been uh, having shows as well. Uh, Ontario, not so much yet. Uh, there was a little bit of red tape, and and for good reason. Quebec, I think, is the same way. BC, I haven't seen anything out of. Maritimes has started to run shows, uh, limited capacity, of course. 
I know ECPW, uh, so that's East Coast Pro Wrestling, as well as the UCW, which I think is Ultimate Championship Wrestling, had run shows. Uh, you can check those out. If you go to um, YouTube and type in the name New Scott, uh, he does maritime wrestling, but you'll be able to find out the uh, some of the matches that he's been releasing as well as highlights from the show and this and that. But like I said, East Coast Pro Wrestling has done a show as well as UCW has done a show as well over there in the Maritimes. Here in Ontario, though, they have been trying uh, to get shows out. I know Steve Brown was affiliated with one. Um, and then Destiny Wrestling, The Clash, taking place Sunday, September 13th, 1.30 p.m., um, Mississauga, Ontario, that has taken place at the Battle Arts parking lot. Uh, so it'll be the first time for them, I believe, since the pandemic. Uh, this I just saw today. Don't miss this one-night tournament for the Superkick Championship. Uh, Superkick presents War Cry. That's taking place Thursday, October the 1st, 2020, live on YouTube. So no location announced, but they're doing a live show. A1 had done a live show last weekend that was uh, released on uh, Ethan Page's uh uh, Twitch channel. So like I said, they are getting back to normal a little bit here in Ontario. Uh, you can also check out a Facebook group, Ontario Indie Wrestling. They a lot of talk about the shows and talent, everything else going on, on just as far as Ontario goes. But as far as CWN Online goes, like I said, hashtag we are CIW, Canadian Independent Wrestling.ca or Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Canadian Independent Wrestling is the best way to keep in touch and find us as far as the CWN brand goes. Um, from there, I got some uh, watchworthy notes. So, No Ring North uh, on the 29th had produced a video on uh, YouTube, uh, Shiloh versus Kyle, uh, Kyle Boone. Uh, so, Kyle Boone uh, basically got his butt handed to him by his, his girlfriend, so to speak, Shiloh, and she took it to him. I mean, there was everything from ironing boards to uh, Kyle looking at the camera when, uh, at one point and swearing, you know, this and that. But um, interesting kind of theatric uh, uh, dynamic to it. But like I said, um, uh, Shiloh brought it to Kyle Boone and basically just uh, it took it to him. So it was interesting to see. Um, Backyard Pro, I know they did their season finale last week. So I don't think there's any future shows from them. But No Ring North, I know, is producing stuff. As well as Wrestle Horror with Donnie Hoover and Meat Hook Jim. <laughs> what a name, Meat Hook. Jim Millspaw. And I, I, uh, you know, apologies if I mispronounced that. Uh, episode number 57 of, the, of their show was released on the 31st, um, featuring the one and only the Fisto, so the Wounded Owl. Uh, she's got a book coming out, I think it's 2022. But guys, if you have a chance, look for that. So Wrestle Horror with Donnie Hoover and uh, Meat Hook Jim Millspaw, uh, featuring Lufisto, and that was released, like I said, on August the 31st. And so the big thing is that's taken place as far as the months of September goes is this right here. So Steven's wrestling journey, uh, hashtag Steven's wrestling journey at that. If you go through Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or to Sean Bates, uh, a channel there on YouTube. So the scumbags are wrestling. Uh, Sean is doing a phenomenal thing for Kieri, uh, malformation, which is a type of cancer. Um, if you go online and just type that in, so Kieri uh, malformation, you can find out more information about it, how it uh, affects a, a kid or how it affects anybody who's got it. Um, I watched a little, uh, small little clip before I, I was doing a show tonight. Um, basically, you think about this. You think about um, having like a very stiff neck, so to speak. And if, you know, you've got to keep it still. And if anything happens, like a sneeze or a cough, it just creates this, you know, sudden headache. Um, that to me hits waves. It's like you have a little boy who is dealing with that type of uh, uh, disorder, so to speak. So, um, 
I'm trying to get the proper name, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not finding it. And, and my apologies, guys. But um, at uh, Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month, I want to say, I don't know if that is the official or proper term for September, but um, pediatric, uh, it's, it's kids cancer, so to speak, is the focus for September. Hence the fact uh, Sean has taken the time to the, the clip that you saw in between the pro wrestling and the Canadian independent wrestling here. Um, Sean has taken the time to, again, with his T-shirt with Scumbags of Wrestling, uh, t-shirt design that he had done up with, I think, 22 of the stars of Ontario, as well as the poster. He's dropped the price from $30 to $25, I believe, for the shirt. And then I think it's maybe $15 down to $10 for the poster. The poster's amazing. The shirt's amazing. Uh, guys, check those out. And again, uh, Scumbags of Wrestling is the uh, where you'll find that uh, online. You can also go to cwnonline.ca on the right-hand side there. You will see... Uh, the um, the promo, so to speak, for Sean. You click on that, it'll take you right to the link. As well as if you go into any of the news articles on cwnonline.ca, on those pages, you'll see a, a separate uh, um, promo, so to speak, and that is for Connor's uh, cure. So that is the uh, you know um, Connor, uh, the Crusher, who had passed away. Daniel Bryan, Triple H, uh, Stephanie McMahon were close to. Uh, like I said, that was all for pediatric cancer. Uh, that is the whole pro uh, thing that's going on right now. That the little logo. I have the bracelet. I don't have the pin yet, but I do have the bracelet. Not sure where it's at. I might have to find it for the next show. Uh, but guys, if you have any money to be able to support those, like I said, Connor's Cure or Stephen's Wrestling Journey, and like I said, you can help uh, Sean out by buying a T-shirt or a poster. A hundred percent of the proceeds for those go to Stephen's Wrestling Journey. Goes to Sick Kids uh, Hospital in Toronto. There. Uh, so, guys, $15 down to $10 is not a lot of money to ask for. Uh, you know, $25, sorry, $30 down to $25. Again, not a lot of money to ask for. You get a really cool shirt, a really cool poster, and you're helping out a very cool uh, little boy as well as the Sick Kids Hospital there in Toronto. So, um, I can't say enough about it. Uh, you know, it's uh, not, you'll never see on my show uh, on CWN um, asking for handouts, this and that, but I feel this is a really good cause. And to know that uh, Stephen's wrestling journey is at the the head of this, and Sean has uh, taken the time to, you know, put the uh, the money towards Stephen's uh, wrestling journey, so to speak, the Sick Kids Hospital of Toronto, uh, you know. But uh, month of September, like I said, you can save five bucks on the poster as well as the T-shirt. But all the money, 100% of the proceeds, goes to Stephen's wrestling journey as well as the Toronto Sick Kids Hospital. So uh, definitely a good cause there. Um, September's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. That is the official name of it. Um, but pediatric cancer as well, I do believe, is, is one of the terms associated with it as well. So, guys, we are at that hour mark. I know there's no wrestling going on right now, uh, but my voice does need a break. Uh, so, like I said, you can reach us, the show, feedback at cwnonline.ca. Uh, you can also uh, reach me personally, chris at cwnonline.ca. Let me know what you want to see on the show. Um, you know, interviews. I might start doing interviews again. Uh, just a matter of time and and uh, uh, who I want to get on the show. It's um, um, I never want to have cookie-cutter uh, questions, so to speak. I kind of learned my lesson a whole bunch of years ago about those. Uh, the interviews don't sound the greatest. I know there's a lot of people doing interviews right now um, as far as the Ontario independent wrestling scene goes. Uh, Canada might be uh, um, a little bit better. Um, it's just a matter of reaching out. Um, let me know who you want to see, though. 
I know we've got some guys on the Ontario independent wrestling scene as far as podcasters go. They're doing absolutely phenomenal with your interviews. They're landing names um, that is like, holy crap, how did they get that guy? You know what I mean? But uh, they're doing a great job at that. So, But uh, you will see me start to do interviews again. It's just a matter of time. And it's a matter of just finding that right fit. I don't want to, you know, interview a guy who's been interviewed five times in the past couple of weeks, you know. So it's uh, I want to have good interviews uh, to be able to produce for you guys. But like I said, feedback at cwnonline.ca is the best way to reach this show as far as anything that you've got going on, anything you'd like to talk about, or hear me talk about. Um, maybe you want to see me bring back a co-host uh, every now and then. Let me know about that as well. But uh, Again, open door feedback at cwnonline.ca. Uh, to reach me personally on Twitter, uh, the at symbol, uh, Chris Maloney CWN. Uh, that you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow us on social media uh, right there. So all of those uh, accounts, whether or not you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, hit us up with a like, hit us up with a subscribe. Uh, Twitch we're on, Anchor we're on, Apple Podcasts we're on. Um, uh, Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. We're just we're all over the place, and I, I do the best I can to uh, try to get out to every uh, social media, um, you know, channel or outlet out there. So uh, definitely check us out. Like I said, the links are down below there. Uh, so the guys, that'll be it again. Um, sad news with regards to um, Squared Circle Sirens, um, you know, as well as Chadwick Boseman, uh, Casey Michael. Like I said, uh, twenty six years old. Uh, had been dealing with this for at least two years. So we're way back to about 24 years old. So um, even prior to that, probably, but, uh, you know, tough life and uh, thoughts and prayers. Shattered Bozeman, of course, thoughts and prayers. Jim Valley, get well. Um, and again, happy birthday to Allie. Uh, you know, I guess um, uh, 33 years old and she's uh, seems like she's been in the business for the past 20, 30 years. Um, but she's an Ontario independent wrestling star. And, uh, you know, we uh, we love her up here in Canada. So Anyways, guys, like I said, that is it. Check out the official prediction show uh, coming up this coming Saturday on YouTube. You'll see it as a YouTube premiere, and uh, you'll see me talking about AEW All Out 2020, and then we'll do the recap show sometime on either Sunday or Monday, uh, just depending on scheduling. So, guys, check us out, cwnonline.ca. Uh, this has been Chris Melody signing off until this coming Saturday for AEW All Out Predictions. If for watching and listening, thank you very much, and we'll see everybody again sometime soon.